My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope from July 19th, 2021. And this week, we've got a lot of big transits going on. This is the most activity of the month. So we've got seven significant transits happening, some of them setting us up for a few months of big shifts. So first on this Tuesday, the 20th, we have Mars moving into Leo in Maga Nakshatra. Mars, the planet of energy, action, ambition, drive, in a very strong placement in Leo. People who have this in their birth chart, if that's you, you know like you're very strong, action-oriented. It's a really good place for Mars to be. It's almost like being in its own sign or being exalted like when it's in Capricorn. So this is a time of taking action, of getting out there, putting yourself out in the spotlight. This is a very positive energy, but it is way down a little bit because sun is in cancer right now in Pushya Nakshatra. So this energy that you'll feel, this ambition and drive and enthusiasm and passion boiling up, is really going to start to express more so in the middle of next month. But you're probably already starting to feel it and it's very much here already now with Mars and Leo. And that brings me into what's also happening that day is the sun is in Pushya Nakshatra in Cancer. So the sun is ruling over Mars essentially right now. And really the moon is ruling over the sun. And the moon is always changing and waxing and waning. So you might have these sort of highs and lows, ups and downs of energy and enthusiasm and motivation. Because uh, the moon is ultimately determining what the Mars is going to express like. So that does damper our energy and enthusiasm a little bit. But the key here is just to stay steady in our action because the sun likes steadiness, whereas the moon is always waxing and waning. So we want to find more consistency in this week ahead, more consistency. One of the ways that I do that is having a set morning and evening routine. So I use this app called Routinery that you can check out. It's free. I'm not sponsored by them at all, but uh, it's really cool because basically you just set up this sort of schedule for your routine and then you press play and you go through your schedule, which might be that you start your day by meditating or yoga or writing or journaling. Whatever it is for you, you can set up your routine in this way and then just press play and go through it. And it's important to find the things that like really feel good for you. Not like you feel like you should be doing it or you have to do it, but the things that sort of ignite your passion and fire and inspiration. I've tried so many different things like this over the years. And I more than any come back to doing a morning meditation and evening yoga practice. And I really like that. Uh, but I realize there are certain things like in the morning, I don't like to do things that are taking in information as much as uh, creating things. So if I try to read in the morning or uh, do things that are sort of consuming information or responding to other people, that sort of sets me up on the morning to be more responsive. So I've learned to put those things more at the middle and end of the day. And I start my day with journaling and meditation and lately of doing a mantra practice. So things like this that are more proactive. That's the Mars and Sun energy at their best. And to bring out the positive of this transit is to have a steadiness to it. So it's an exact sort of uh, script or playlist that I go through in the morning. And 
that really helps me. So Routinery is the app if you want to check that out and you know find what works for you. But this is something that's worked well for me and you might want to try it as well. And then the same thing for the evening. You just press play and then go through your evening routine. Right? Of course, there's going to be like brushing your teeth. Um, I like to put on essential oils before bed like vetiver or lavender. Uh, just a few dabs of that. Maybe a tea, like a calming bedtime tea. You know, and the opposite in the morning, maybe some energizing essential oils and maybe some energizing tea with a little bit of caffeine even. So whatever works for you, you've got your ways of doing things, but a little bit more steadiness, consistency, and action. A really a bias towards action is the key right now and being steady and committed in that. So that's the 20th, Tuesday, Mars and Leo and MAGA. It's very strong placement, positive energy for the next several weeks. And then on the 21st is Wednesday, this, or I'm sorry, that's not the 21st, it's the same day. Sun goes into Pusha also on the 20th, uh, but then we also have Mercury going into Punarvasu the same day, and Jupiter into Danishta the same day. So this Tuesday is a big shift of energy. So Mercury and Punarvasu, the energy of communication, our business, our work, uh, and in this return of the light is what Punarvasi represents. So this coming back into clarity around our communication, around our business, around our work. What kind of work do you want to be doing? What kind of business are you in? Where can you shine a new light, a new perspective on what you want to be creating and how you want to be expressing and communicating in your work? Jupiter in Danishta, this is happening here, you know, for a long time, but it's in the fourth pada right now. So when we talk about these bigger planets and these slower transits, then we get into more of these things like the padas and the nakshatras that are very specific. But that's going to be there until that's uh, September, sorry, excuse me, August 18th. So about two months with this one and Jupiter in this area of Danishta. So this is a time of looking back over your wealth and assets, things that you've cultivated and created in your wealth. And this is really kind of a longer topic, so I'll go into this in another episode. But overall, with Jupiter being retrograde right now, this is a time of going back over how much you've expanded and grown in recent, in the last year and really over any recent period of time that feels relevant to you. But you know, Jupiter goes retrograde every year so how have you grown and expanded through the pandemic and all of the challenges of the last year and a half? What have you learned? What new philosophies, perspectives, and insights have you gained? What new wisdom have you taken on? What new teachers have you found? These are all the Jupiter areas of life to reflect on. Maybe there's, maybe you want to travel now. Things are opening up in some areas of the world, and I know it's very different in other areas. But if you can't travel, then traveling in your mind and in your imagination and with books and teachers and people you can learn from like on podcasts remotely. And I'm super grateful that we've got an amazing global community here that's not just here in Austin, Texas, but we've got people all over the world connected through this podcast. So I've been fortunate to reflect on that, of being able to help support people in that way and, and interact and meet lots of people around the world. Maybe you have too. So reflecting and reviewing these sort of things and essentially when Jupiter goes direct later towards the end of the year, then all the growth and expansion begins again. So right now we're in the time of not focusing so much 
on growth and expansion, but going back to what has worked. So rather than thinking I need to create a new idea or a new way or a new project or a new thing to grow, to build finances, to, to grow spiritually, to grow intellectually, looking back to what has already worked and what have you learned from those paths and how can you grow deeper into those paths. Then on Saturday, we have the full moon in Capricorn. And yes, I did make a mistake at the beginning of the month. I said the full moon is in Sagittarius. That was last month. So I mixed my notes up. I apologize for that. But it still seemed to be relevant and resonant because of, you know, the full moon was just before I recorded that. So as I was recording that, those things were relevant and true. But when we have the full moon in Capricorn, this is more of a time of reflecting on what we have learned about the structures in our lives. And Saturn is retrograde as well throughout all of this. And it's just this time of really going back over these bigger life changes that we've made. And are things still working? Are there things we want to improve or adjust or maybe let go of? Saturn is represented by service. So where have we been of service and how have we learned and grown through being of service and helping others? And what have we learned about our ability to receive and help receive help and support from other people as well? Always the full moon is a time for a little bit of celebration, gratitude, reflection. Gratitude journaling is one of my favorite things to do and one of the things in my morning routine. So I'm always a big proponent of that. I think it's so helpful and when we appreciate what we have, what we have appreciates and value. So taking some time this weekend to appreciate and reflect and look at what you are grateful for and maybe taking some time to do something that you really appreciate like going for a long walk in nature or taking a bath or something like this that you feel really nourishes you and Saturn is here in Shravana Nakshatra and the second Pada all the way through uh, September 13th so I will talk about that in a future episode as well because that's a bigger deal transit and the last thing for this week is we have Mercury and Cancer on Sunday the 25th. So again, Mercury, the planet of communication, getting into the more emotional placement of Cancer. And as always, Mercury is very close to the sun. So wherever the sun goes, Mercury is always real close nearby within a sign or so usually. And Mercury and Cancer now is a time for communicating more about our emotions, communicating more with emotional intelligence and emotional maturity and connecting on a deeper level in our business as well. Maybe if you have a work situation where it's just all strictly business and there's not much talk about feelings or needs or wants or desires or what's happening internally, this is a time to bring out a little bit more of that side. Maybe sharing more of yourself in your business or sharing more with your coworkers or connecting more on an emotional level with people that you work with. And lots of ideas, lots of things that can come from that, lots of new insights, lots of inspiration. So this can be really positive. Uh, but both of these are pretty fickle in a way, like Mercury is very fast moving, Cancer is always waxing and waning. So uh, you might have situations where friends or commitments or things are kind of flaky, like you're supposed to meet with somebody next week and then they cancel or things like this. Uh, that's the sort of negative side of this that can come out, but always remember we choose what to focus on. And there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be positives. So we choose 
to focus on more of the positive expression of things as best we can. And this is really great for emotional intelligence, connecting emotionally with others, and connecting more emotionally in your work as well. So that's our quick overview of the week. If you'd like to know more about how this is affecting you personally, check out your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com, and you can schedule a reading there as well, and you can join the Vedic Astrology membership. So lots of stuff to deepen your astrology studies there as well. And this Friday, we've moved our live weekly classes to now Friday. So if you can join us this Friday, we'll be having a live session inside the Vedic Astrology membership. Right now, we're going through understanding the planets in more depth. So if you wanted to learn astrology, how to apply it to yourself and your life, that's a way to do it. And the most in-depth sort of A to Z version of that is the Vedic Astrology Mentoring Program, which I will have an announcement about very soon. I'm excited about that. So we just finished our first group going through an amazing group of students who are already amazing astrologers. And hopefully I'll be able to share a bit about them soon and help you find them if you want to work with them. If they're, uh, I know at least one of them for sure is wanting to be an astrologer right away. So uh, I'll be sharing more about that in future episodes as well. Yeah, amazing people, done amazing work. It's one of the most powerful, life-changing things we can do to study astrology it just helps make everything make so much more sense, right? It's like, why did that happen? How did I end up here? I didn't really plan on that. But and you look at this astrology, it's like, oh, well, that's the exact date that this happened. It's like, okay, well, that makes sense. And at least gives me some perspective. And, you know, some of these more challenging things, it's like, oh, well, it's kind of written in the stars in a way. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It doesn't have to be a problem. You can actually learn and grow from that. So hopefully you're learning and growing from this podcast. And if you are, take a moment to leave a rating and review and subscribe, share with a friend and tag us on Instagram at quietmindastrology so your friends can help learn about astrology as well. Uh, Vedic astrology, the real stuff. <laughs> no offense to anybody who's really into Western astrology, but it's, you know, it's really uh, an amazing path to learn this stuff. And I want anybody who wants to learn it to be able to. So Tag it on Instagram at Quiet Mind Astrology, and I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.